Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Medical employees at Denver Health made history today. They became some of the first people to get the live Ebola vaccine for preventative measures. I was a advisor to the Texas governor, Rick Perry, for seven years on a task force. I was told to give he, the lieutenant governor and speaker of the house, advice so that every Texan would have access to quality health care. Dr. Richard Bartlett, uh, former you know, head of the governor, medical task force, hospital head, you name it, warned about experimental Ebola vaccine that is live, that does shed a weakened form of the virus that can make people with lowered immune systems really sick or kill them. And they had the governor come out against us and all this news and say we're liars and all this. Conspiracy theorist Alec Jones's latest target is Denver Health. The man who's been ordered to pay a billion dollars in damages for saying that the Sandy Hook school shooting was a hoax is now suggesting that the American government is preparing a secret bioweapons program in Colorado. His conspiracy echoes and builds on claims made by conservatives from our state. The U.S. government has moved bioweapon labs to Denver and is injecting health care staff with live Ebola and it's shedding and spreading. That's the big takeaway, folks. Insanity. The CDC tells Nine News that the vaccine contains only a portion of the Ebola virus to stimulate an immune response. So it would be impossible, the CDC says, for people who receive the vaccine to shed the full Ebola virus to others and infect them despite what America's most infamous conspiracy theorist claims. CDC finds lapses in latest lab mishap with Ebola virus. They house some of the most dangerous viruses and deadly bacteria in existence. Pathogens like Ebola, anthrax, and smallpox. Scientists experiment with them in biolabs strewn across the U.S. to discover new ways to treat and prevent diseases. But how safe are the experiments? And what happens if something goes wrong in these kinds of labs? We don't even know how many high containment labs there are in the United States. Following lab mistakes at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention that potentially expose workers to anthrax, Ebola, and a deadly strain of bird flu, a USA Today network investigation found hundreds of accidents have happened at labs nationwide with little or no public disclosure. The Ebola vaccine that we are starting to come up with, and we have several different candidates, you know, these would not be possible to develop if we did not have high containment laboratories. We found that more than 100 labs experimenting with potential bioterror agents have faced enforcement actions for serious safety violations since 2003. Some are repeat offenders. Five labs have faced sanctions multiple times. Two were kicked out of the select agent program, five others suspended. Who and where are they? Federal regulators won't release their names. They say a 2002 bioterrorism law requires this information be kept secret. Some say that's not enough. It's crucial for for journalists and, and safety advocates and others to keep digging and trying to find out what's going on. Uh, CDC chief, anthrax gaff should never have happened. Colorado lab developing Ebola vaccine for military use, which is what we say. They turn it around and say, oh, Jones attacked a hospital and said they're developing all this. No, I said they tested it on the damn hospital staff. There is an Ebola vaccine that has been given to Denver health workers, paramedics, nurses, and doctors in anticipation of a possible future Ebola outbreak. They say that. 
So they have taken a, uh, a virus, vaccinia virus uh, is how you say it, and they have spliced in uh, genetic code from Ebola into that virus, and that virus is a, it's a live virus vaccine. And in their FDA package insert, it, can, it does have shedding 31% of the time. 31.7% is the term, is the number that they put in the package insert. They can also read that uh, there hasn't been testing according to the package insert on how this would affect people that are immune compromised. Why is Denver Health vaccinating people now for a potential Ebola outbreak? What do they know? And what are they preparing for? Well, disconnected from that, they're building a new bat lab, which looks by all accounts to be a Wuhan Institute of Virology 2.0 on steroids, right down the highway, 65 miles north at Fort Collins. So again, deception, 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 deception. It's Monday, February 5th in the year of 2024. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Very happy to be back here behind the desk on this Monday morning. It's a week of sickness at the old Smith household. Unfortunately, thank you to everybody who helped keep the show going during my absence. Of course, the guest host, Chase Geyser, Kristan T. Harris, and of course, the incredible crew working behind the scenes to keep things up and running. I have to say, I don't know if it's just like a cognitive thing where I'm just noticing it now and I never noticed it before. I And maybe it's just me. Maybe we'll take phone calls on this. I, I need more perspective on this. Am I the only one that notices that sickness is, like, not the same as it used to be? Is that just me? I don't know. I mean, I only had kids after the pandemic, so, you know, and sick is always, my kids see a lot of other kids, and they always bring home sickness. But actually, I can say, I can say with certainty, this is, something happened. It's different now. The things going around now are not like they were. I know this because the symptoms that, my kids had and that my sister's kids had and that every one of our friends with kids has had uh, doesn't actually comport with the way sickness used to be. We had doctors telling us that we should take our kid to the ER because she had a fever for a while and then didn't have a fever for 24 hours and then the fever came back really high and apparently that like doesn't happen like it's not supposed to happen it's supposed to be that you if you have a the flu and that's what we had tested for influenza it's like the you know you're supposed to have a fever and then it goes away and it's not supposed to come back if it comes back that's like a different illness apparently but that's what everybody that we know experienced so it's like okay the the guidelines tell you that if a fever goes away for 24 hours and then comes back it's something different it's something else it's something that needs to be taken care of but that's not the case anymore everybody we know that has kids had this happen where they have a fever it goes away and then the fever comes back all a part of the flu cycle that they're going through so i don't know it's it's different than it used to be used to be that that would indicate a different illness had uh struck 
but maybe that's just the way the flu is now. Maybe sickness is just evolving. Maybe the entire world has been like cursed by whatever godforsaken Chinese lab leak monstrosity abomination that they've come out with has just permanently altered everything. I don't know whether it's the disease itself that's manipulated and just, you know, interacts with again, the, the man-made COVID disaster or if it's the vaccines and the spike proteins and just the effect on immune systems overall. But man, it was a brutal week. It was a brutal week. And I'll leave it at that because we got a lot of news to talk about. It's not just brutal leak, uh, brutal week for those of us in Texas. Literally everybody I know, everybody I know who has kids has been sick for like a week or two weeks. It's crazy. But not just that. The news has been just diabolical. I mean, it's been absolutely insane. So we have a lot to get into. And uh, so let's do that. Here it is, your daily dispatch. Okay, here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Monday, the 5th of February, 2024. Big news last night. Senate releases $118 billion bill that pairs for border security, Ukraine and Israel. This from the AP News. Senators on Sunday released a highly anticipated $118 billion package that pairs border enforcement policy with wartime aid for Ukraine, Israel, and other U.S. allies, but it quickly ran into a wall of opposition from top House Republicans, including Speaker Mike Johnson. The proposal could be, best, uh, could be the best chance for President Joe Biden to resupply Ukraine with wartime aid, a major foreign policy goal that's shared with both the Senate's top Democrats, Senator uh, Chucky, uh, Chucky Schumer, and top Republican Senator Mitch McConnell. The Senate was expected this week to hold a key test vote on the legislation, but within val- uh, hours of the text being released, Johnson said on social media that it would be dead on arrival if it reached the House. And we'll get in to some of the points of this so-called border deal, migrant deal. It is beyond description, beyond description how lopsided this whole thing is. We're, we're going to dig into it. We're going to do a, a very deep dive, a thorough investigation as to what exactly this bill is. But long story short, it's like six, $60 billion for Ukraine, $14 billion for Israel, and $20 billion for the border. But that comes with so many strings attached, it's almost beyond description. Again, we'll get into that here in just a little bit. But it really just makes you wonder what the what the whole point of having a national government is. Uh, it's crazy. When you really de- disconnect from it, dislocate from it, just look at it with a bird's eye view, sort of as if you're an alien looking or something. There's just a bunch of psychopath vampire pedophiles in a fortress city 2,000 miles away from where I sit who call themselves the American government, but seemingly their entire purpose of existence is to bicker and argue with each other about how best to give away Americans' money. Like, that's what it's, that's what they do. It's what's there for. And not just give away money, of course, but give it away in the form of advanced weaponry packages to blow up, you know, nationalists on the other side of the globe. It's 
not a government. I mean, it's not it's not fulfilling even the most basic requirements of a government. So what? Who are they exactly? Sorry, who are these guys? What do they do? Are they protecting us? Are they securing our border? Are they providing for our common defense? Are they doing any of the things enumerated in like the first paragraph of the Constitution? No, no, they just steal your money and give it away by the tens of billions to people who despise you. Okay. Why do we let them do that? I mean, it's just completely beyond description and we'll, we'll get into it as I said. Now, elsewhere, they, they seemingly have rediscovered what a government is supposed to do, and the people are thrilled. El Salvador's Bukele claims a record re-election victory. Fireworks erupted in El Salvador's capital Sunday as President Naya Bukele claimed a massive first-round re-election victory on the back of a war on gangs credited with slashing homicides rates in the violence-weary country. Bukele, 42, claimed to have won more than 85% of the presidential vote and his, pre- and his uh, party, 58 of the 60 seats in parliament. In a victory speech given to cheering flag-waving wa- crowds from a balcony of the National Palace before final uh, official results were announced, Bukele claimed his win represented the biggest difference between first place and second place in the history of democratic presidential elections anywhere. And yeah, it's a big claim, but I'm pretty sure it's true. I'm pretty sure it's uh, that is an accurate read. It just goes to show you that people will vote for you if you do the thing that you said you were going to do when they voted for you the first time. Obviously, we've covered extensively and ever since it began the war on gangs that President Bukele has been waging, bringing the formerly highest murder rate country in the world to one of the lowest, a massive and drastic drop in crime rates across the country i don't know i might i might move to el salvador i mean can you imagine can you imagine if something like that were to happen here i hope trump is taking notes i hope that we can replicate this around the world does bukele feel like running for president here by any chance do you feel like doing what you did there here Mr. Bukele, would you like to become president of this hemisphere? Because we could really use someone like this absolutely everywhere to weed out and utterly destroy the corruption that is infesting our country just like it once infested El Salvador. So congratulations to President Bukele. Please help us. Help us, Bukele. Meanwhile, we try to help ourselves here. Texas to expand border security effort, Governor Abbott said, amid Biden administration legal battle. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott said that he's expanding his U.S. border security efforts, and he slammed the Biden administration as his state is in a legal standoff with the White House over a legal immigration crisis. Abbott was joined Sunday by 13 other Republican governors as he spoke in Eagle Pass, Texas, where Texas has been accused of preventing federal officials from going through Shelby Park to access the Rio Grande River. Uh, or from using the municipal park to process migrants. Until the Biden administration decides to do its job and secure the border, Texas, with the support of 25 of America's governors, will continue to step up and provide and protect our nation from the catastrophe caused by President Biden, Abbott said Sunday, according to his office. He says, we speak right now, the Texas National Guard, they're undertaking operations to expand this effort. We're not going to contain ourselves with this park. We're going to expand into further areas to make sure that we expand our level of deterrence and deny illegal entry into the United States. 
some reports saying that the number of illegal crossings, at least in that area, has plummeted from 3,000 a day to, you know, single digits, whether that just means people are just crossing elsewhere or whether this is having a tangible impact, a noticeable impact. I guess we'll have to investigate that and really look into it. But we have this Biden trailing Trump by 20 points on economy as approval ratings plunge. NBC poll shows Joe Biden is in big trouble heading into the 2024 election, trailing former President Donald Trump across the board by large margins. According to a new NBC poll, the NBC poll released Sunday shows Biden's approval rating sank to 37 percent, the lowest of any president in their reelection year since former President George Bush Sr. at 41 percent. President Biden has declined on every measure since 2020, is struggling with key elements of his base, and now trails former President Donald Trump by wide margins on the issues voters say are most important to them. The poll shows Trump beating Biden by five points, 50. Finally, we have this Southern California under state of emergency as evacuation orders warning in effect due to storm. Evacuation orders and warnings are in effect for portions of Southern California as a strong winter storm brings heavy rain and widespread flooding. Pretty insane images, at least in terms of the radar. Evacuation orders being issued for areas along the Santa Maria Road north of Topanga Canyon due to high risk of mud and uh, debris flow. But prayers to our friends in California. Please don't get swept out to sea. What would we do without you? That's it. That's our Daily Dispatch. Today's Daily Dispatch is brought to you by Nitric Boost. And Nitric Boost has a awesome new look to it, but it is the same great product at a new great price. You can actually save 40% right now on Nitric Boost from uh, Nitric Boost from InfoWars Store today. Over the last 12 months, there has not been a more dynamic, more important product in the InfoWars Store than Nitric Boost. And in those 12 months, we've been able to discount it at no more than 25% off. But today, we are relaunching Nitric Boost from InfoWars Life at an unprecedented 40% off. Nitric oxide is a molecule that plays various important roles in the body, contributing to both physiological and pathological processes. And you just got to go to InfoWarsStore.com and check it out and just do your research. See if it's right for you. And uh, if you're a human being, it probably is. If you're a person that ages, you might want to check out Nitric Boost and just see what it can do for you. Exercise performance, immune system support, cardiovascular health, vasodilation, meaning it can help relax and widen blood vessels, which blood vessel constriction or, you know, getting, getting clogged up with cholesterol. I mean, that's one of the biggest health issues that anyone has ever faced ever and ever does face. I mean, it's like one of, it's one of the things that happens to you that contributes to, uh, you know, aging and death. So nitric boost helps to Combat some of that with an incredibly sophisticated combination of uh, supplementation. Nitric Boost right now, 40% off at InfoWars store. Get it today. Keep us on the air. Keep yourself at peak performance. We'll leave a lot of videos to go to, but I want to, I want to dig in to the migration bill. Just the News puts it this way. Bipartisan Senate border bill would mandate expulsions if illegal immigrants exceed 5,000 daily. Oh, so just 5,000 a day being allowed and then mandating expulsions. It's the the California shoplifting style of policing. It's like, we will arrest shoplifters 
if they steal more than $2,000 worth of stuff at once and get caught on camera in a way that embarrasses us if we don't do something about it. Yeah, 5,000 daily... Again, I just, you just try to wrap your mind around it, where it's like, okay, these people are crossing illegally. There's no reason why one of them should be allowed. But 5,000 is the number that we've landed on. Great. Makes no sense, but there it is. The $18 billion package includes provisions to reduce record high crossings. Will it do that? Absolutely not. And we can explain why. And again, I don't know if this is uh, something that, I don't remember this happening, and I don't know if this is just because people are being becoming more just interested in actually going through the bills and finding out what's in them and reading them and spreading them around. But as soon as this bill dropped yesterday, you just had pundit after pundit, even congressmen and senators, just like clipping out little parts of the bill and going, hey, here's what this really does. Hey, did you notice this little caveat that they embedded inside the bill actually exposing what's actually going on inside the bill what it actually says so when they come out and say well you know those bills uh, the intent is to lower the number of illegal crossings and that's what you want isn't it and then you look into it and you're like okay but in order to moderately like slightly lower the number of crossings that you're allowing in complete treason absolutely ridiculous we allow any of this at all i hate even discussing it in a way that treats this proposal with any amount of seriousness but regardless in order to get a slight a little bit of a curtail on the just massive unrelenting wave of migration uh, then you have to basically give up everything and every other part of the migration process will not only be funded by your tax dollars but certain aspects of it are just just wholesale put in the hands of the people who want the border open and will use the provisions in this bill to keep it open. It was so obvious. It's so outrageous. The things that are inside this bill that the house has already declared that it's not even going to put it to a vote. Probably Mike Johnson posted this. I've seen enough. The bill is worse than we expected and won't come close to ending the border catastrophe that Biden, uh, that president has created. As the lead Democrat negotiator proclaimed, under this legislation, the border never closes. If this bill reaches the House, it will be dead on arrival. I saw, uh, I think it was Jesse Waters or somebody. And like, it's kind of, it's kind of funny, but at the same time, it's, it tells you where we are, where they retweet the bill and go, anybody who voted for this bill should be arrested and tried for treason. Like, all right, well, you don't arrest senators for voting yes on a bill that was proposed. But then again, if the bill is literally destroying our country, I mean, what do you, what do you do? What do you do when the government is openly treasonous against its own people? What do you do about that? I I think you should secede and, and if necessary, go to war. But uh, then again, Maybe there's a different way to do this. Greg Price was one of the people dissecting this bill live on X yesterday. Says this, not only does this bill codify 1.5 million illegal border crossings into law, but the, quote, border emergency that automatically gets implemented at 5,000 crossings per day in a week can be overturned by Joe Biden. And in case 1.5 million illegals isn't enough, it also locks in green card giveaways through 2030. 
And again, posting the uh, text of the bill that shows exactly that. And we'll get into uh, the exact uh, provisions of this in a second. Josh Hawley says this, talk about screwing working people. This border, quote, deal allows illegals to get immediate work visas. Immediate. Wages will fall like a lead balloon. This is what I mean, right? They're like, yeah, we can moderately decrease the number of illegals that we're just letting break our law and enter our country, not knowing who they are, certainly not legitimately qualifying for asylum. Like, okay, we'll, we'll lower it from 10,000 to 5,000 for now, uh, but in exchange... Every one of those 5,000 gets an immediate work visa and gets to stay here forever and is essentially by hook and crook work around, you know, loop in the system, uh, they will actually be made legal, even though it's not legal to do that. But then again, when you're run by criminals, what does that even mean? Legality. Representative Dan Bishop points this out. This is like one of these provisions in this bill that it, it boggles the mind. Illegal aliens who are not from Mexico or Canada won't be counted towards total encounters. Now, as we know, the vast majority of people crossing the border at this moment are not from Canada or Mexico. They're from literally everywhere. They're from the Congo. They're from the Cote d'Ivoire. They're from China. They're from Uzbekistan, I mean, they're from everywhere. And apparently they just don't count. We have the video of, Jim, of a Denver police officer, uh, the whistleblower, talking about the 50-plus Al-Qaeda members that they've crossed over. So they go, okay, 5,000 is the limit. Once, it, once we hit 5,000, then that's the cutoff, and we don't allow any more in. But that's only 5,000 Mexicans, apparently. But apparently that's just how it works. I'll read the exact provision on the other side, and we'll, again, get into the parts of this bill that just make you want to do something I can't say on the air. We'll be right back. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it, and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned, fundraisers to sign copy, The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. In a galaxy of endless energy needs, the power of TurboForce rises above the rest. The force that propels you to tackle your day and face the dark side of fatigue. TurboForce ensures you stay sharp, alert, and at the top of your game. Don't let fatigue pull you into the dark side. Be the hero of your own saga. Harness the power, feel the rush, and take control with Turbo Force. Visit InfoWarsStore.com today, and may the Turbo Force be with you. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. It's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. We have a lot of stuff to show you today. Crazy videos. Crazy videos. Uh, re- you're touching back on one of the at least most entertaining stories of the year. That is the Jewish tunnels in New York. We'll show you a video that attempts to explain those tunnels, but actually makes everything worse. Uh, we'll, we'll go to that in just a little bit. 
We've guests in the third hour, and we'll be taking your calls in the second. But let's continue with the breakdown of this bill. Just a schoolhouse rock version of uh, whatever constitutes a legal bill in this country. But as Representative Dan Bishop said, illegal aliens not from Mexico or Canada will not be counted towards total encounters. So here's the actual language from the text. Aliens described in subsection A to C from non-contiguous countries shall not be included in calculating the sum of aliens encountered. So they say there's a max limit, 5,000 encounters, you know, 5,000, that emergency provision is activated. Unless they're not from Mexico or Canada. Now, I don't know. I mean, maybe that just means coming from the landmass of Mexico, but I doubt it. It's not really what it says. From non-contiguous countries shall not be included in calculating the sum of aliens encountered. So what does that I mean? What does that mean? I, I, to me, that means that if you have 10,000 Chinese dudes cross the border, the number of encounters stands at zero because they're not from Mexico. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's a different uh, read to that. But why have that provision in the first place? That's it. That's the question. Why have that provision? What is the what is the purpose, point, function of having a provision where you say 5,000 encounters is the limit, but we're only going to count certain ones from certain areas and not from others, even though the vast majority of people crossing the southern border are not from Canada or Mexico. Strange. Another provision in this, which, again, it's just like, if you want just the, the bare minimum, if you want just the scraps from their table, they'll make you agree to a whole bunch of other stuff. Again, it's just hard to hard to really put into put into frame how this even came about, how we got to this point. How incredibly bizarre it is, like any other situation, any other construct of, of human organization in history. It would be that there's a bill where it's like there's a border crisis and there's a bill going through right now. And they're negotiating and they'd be quibbling over like, well, do we use the military to do this? Do we build a wall or do we do a wall and uh, more patrols? It would just be like, what provisions could we put in place to stop this invasion? Instead, it's one side wants just full fledged invasion, not just allowed and facilitated by the American government, but funded and manufactured by the American government. And the other side is like begrudgingly making them tap the brakes slightly as they continue to accelerate. None of this makes any sense in the slightest, but it's like we're willing to we're willing to slightly just barely curtail that flow of migrants in exchange. You have things like this. The bill puts far left D.C. District Court in complete charge. So here's the text of the bill. The United States District Court for the District of Columbia shall have sole 
and original jurisdiction to hear challenges, whether constitutional or otherwise, to the validity of this section or any written policy directive, written policy guideline, written procedure, or implementation thereof issued by or under the authority of the secretary to implement this section. So if there's any challenge to this, if there's any legal attempt to, you know, bring about the enforcement of this, to say you're not doing what you should be doing, they are making it to where it has to go in the fully, completely, and obviously controlled court system of the District of Columbia. The court system where all of the J6 travesties have taken place, where Roger Stone and Donald Trump and everybody who's an enemy of the regime finds a viciously unfair judge and jury pool to make decisions about their fate. It's all in the D.C. District Court, and so they're saying basically, just like they rule the rest of the country from this unincorporated little cancerous pimple called uh, Washington, D.C., they're just going to control everything. So any challenge anywhere in the country will be rerouted, rerouted right back to Washington, D.C., so it can be dealt with in-house by the people who don't want our border closed because they um, hate America. I don't know what other conclusion you could come to. Zero Foxtrot calls it the American Destruction Bill, a.k.a. Uh, Schumer Senate Bill, a.k.a. U.N. Replacement Migration Treasonous Point of Interest, line 50, page or, uh, page 150, line 7, rather. Review of protection determinations, except for reviews of constitutional claims, no court shall have jurisdiction to review protection determination by the U.S. Citizen Immigration Services under this section. So... In other words, if you download their little app that tells you exactly what to say, or if you are instructed by the UN migration system or the whatever HIAS, uh, family services, any of these NGOs that are funneling people into the country and telling them, hey, first of all, get rid of your documentation so you can pretend to be undocumented so they can't actually look up where you're from. And then claim that you're under threat. You know, here's the magic words to say. You don't say open sesame. That's a bit too on the nose. Instead, say, I fear for my life. Like whatever these the, the words are that uh, apparently give you a free pass into this country. And then the people on the other side who are in cooperation with this, you know, I've described it before as almost being like the, the gas station attendant who wants to sell alcohol to underage teens. But he knows like, hey, look, you got to present me with an I.D., it doesn't have to be you. It can be totally different. It can be a different race, a different, all I have, I have to be able to tell the cops, hey, I checked his ID so I don't get in trouble, but I don't care if the ID is real, right? It's like a cooperation thing. They say, look, I know you're not an asylum seeker. I know you're not being hunted by the Nazis. I know you don't qualify for this workaround, this loophole in the immigration system. We both know that, but you got to give me something. You got to give me that fake ID so I can at least check the box. So co- legally cover my behind. So since they're in cooperation of this and they say, look, just say the words, say what you need to say. Uh, I'm in fear for my life. Great. Come on in. Come on in. Wow. We saved you. Uh, We're heroes and you're a victim. Thank you for doing that. If you want to question that, if you say, hey, I don't think this guy's really an asylum seeker. I don't think this guy's really a victim of a pogrom in Eastern Europe in 1945. I don't think he qualifies for asylum. Uh, You don't actually get to question that. Uh, instead, no court shall have jurisdiction to review a protection determination issued by U.S. citizenship and immigration services under this section. So no court, nobody else gets to 
question whether or not this open fraud is legitimate or not. This is another thing they just put in this bill where, again, it's like we're not actually stopping the border. It would be one thing. They're like, all right, you know, in exchange for just fully shutting down the border, you got to make things go through the district court and we got to have a separate system for uh, validating asylum claims like you could do a little wheeler deal you could do a little you get this we get this type of negotiation but instead we get nothing and what they're getting is that the policies that they're already using to flood our countries will be made permanent unquestionable and you know uh, uh overseen exclusively by their political activists incredible Oh, and by the way, that emergency order that's activated at 5,000 crossings, but only from contiguous landmasses, it can be completely suspended arbitrarily by the president whenever he wants. So there's that. It's like, you'll get this, but also the president can just undo it whenever, for whatever reason, and there's nothing you can do to get it back. So the emergency measure doesn't even matter because the president can just ignore it on a whim. The text is in the bill. We'll continue to go over it on the other side. Show you a bunch of crazy videos as well. Stay tuned, folks. It's treason. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid still highly toxic but containable now these companies had a stockpile of this poison and there was no affordable way to dispose of it lucky for them one of their major stockholders was also the secretary of the treasury who was responsible for the public health service at the time and by 1950 the u.s government began buying this toxic untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back ladies and gentlemen continuing through the border bill here already we've seen that 5,000 people cross it institutes an emergency provision but that's only 5,000 from contiguous land masses 
not from the places where uh, these people are actually coming from. Uh, you also it also makes the review of the individual asylum cases be unquestionable, unreviewable by anybody outside of their control system. It puts D.C. district courts in charge of any questioning to of the system as a whole. These are two different things, right? One is if you question the system itself and say, hey, it's not exactly constitutional for you to just abandon our border and import tens of millions of people. The other is questioning an individual case saying, hey, this uh, obvious criminal gang member, human trafficking rapist who's been deported five times doesn't deserve asylum. Uh, you're not allowed to question that anymore. So that's another little caveat in there. Also, anybody that does get across gets immediate work visas. So not only is that a, you know, legalization by the back door, but also it was obviously a horrific suggestion in terms of uh, the benefit of the American worker. Again, the border security bill makes it legal for the president to then just abandon the border completely arbitrarily at a whim. So all of the things that it, well, I say that as if it's like, Oh, there's so many things, but like the one or two little tiny things that might potentially lessen the border crossings a little bit might slow it down just a touch. Uh, Those could all just be abandoned at a whim by the president whenever he wanted. In the text here in the bill, quote, if the president finds that it is in the national interest to temporarily suspend border emergency authority, the president may direct the secretary to suspend use of border emergency authority on an emergency basis. So you've got emergencies within emergencies here. If it's an emergency because the border is being overrun, but then there's another emergency that says the president wants the border to be overrun, then the emergency declaration by the president will override the emergency declaration by the reality, and all will continue as planned. It's also this. Oh, we already read that. Uh, aliens described in subsection whatever from non-contiguous countries shall not be included in calculating the sum of aliens encountered. And of course, all of this only comes at the expense of much, much, much greater amounts of money towards the wars in Israel and Ukraine. $14 billion for Israel, $60 billion for Ukraine, $20 billion for increased border security, but the vast majority of that doesn't go to direct to protecting the border. It goes to facilitating the border inflow. And it's like hard to talk about this. It's hard to like wrap your mind around anything going on in the deliberate policy of obfuscation and obscuration. Where again, they're like, we got $20 billion for border security. It's like, great. So that could pay for the wall. That could pay for mass deportations. That could pay for the legal fees of the lawyers carrying out the deportation hearings. Like we could actually do something with this. And it's like, oh no. You look into it, when they say $20 billion for border security, they're funding the inflow. They're funding the facilitation of this program. Like, it's just, it's all nonsense, retarded bullcrap right in your face. I mean, I I don't know what else, how else to characterize it. That's just the fact. So I I don't know what to say. You know, it's like there was a thing I was seeing this week where it was 
this professor saying, I was shocked. I asked my students, they're all leftists. They all, their number one concern is climate change, of course, because they're NPC morons. He says, you know, how many of you know what Joe Biden has done for the environment, for the climate change agenda? Nobody raised their hands. And I was shocked because he's passed the biggest climate change bill in the world. And they don't even know about it. It's like, well, maybe it was because you called it the Inflation Reduction Act because you're just despicable liars. That Like you're being hoisted by your own petard. You're being screwed over by your own dishonesty. Nothing is anything real ever. Like it's just crazy. I, d- I don't even know how to deal with this other than just severing the tie and just letting D.C. drift off. Or like if Putin could nuke it, whatever, just like whatever has to happen to just get us away from whatever this cabal is up to. I just don't want to have to care anymore. It's the the fantasy of Texas secession or just secession in general. Where it's just like you've got these people in D.C. making these just insane dictates where they're like, we're going to spend $100 billion to wage war in Ukraine and open your border and flood your country with 10 million people. It would be really nice just to say, okay, Grandpa, thank you for that. You do whatever. Your decisions mean nothing to us because we're not under your power anymore. Like, we need to, ha- we need to be free from these people. We need to be out from under the clutches of this cabal for the love of God, for the existence of humanity. We have to sever this control. It's like the only thing at this point. There's no point in arguing about it. There's no point in trying. Like, they're just deceptive, evil, little blood-sucking worms that we need to just free ourselves from. We can't be beholden to these decisions, man. They just, they make, it makes no sense. It just makes no sense. As Oilfield Rando points out, on Twitter, the GOP is going to give another $2.3 billion to the nonprofits directing the illegal invasion force. Worse than a useless party, it's a complicit one. This is in Title IV, Department of Health and Human Services. For an additional amount of refugee and insurance assistant, $2.3 billion to remain available until September 30th, 2025 for refugee and insurance assistance activities authorized by Section 414. This is what I mean. Okay, so $20 billion to... Uh, protect the border for border security within this package, at least 2.3% of that or $2.3 billion of that. So, I mean, what is that? If it's 20 billion, so 10% of the entire budget goes directly towards the refugee resettlement office. Like that just means the people bringing everyone in. So, okay. So it's not 20 billion to protect the border. It's a little under $17 billion to protect the border and $2.3 billion to open the border and bring millions of people in unrestricted. It's, it's insane. This is insane. It is like this bill is treason. I, I don't know what else to say. This bill is literally treason. Thomas Massey actually stood up against this. Well, a couple people stood up against this. First is Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders says, for the sake of the Palestinian people and our own standing in the world, we must not provide another dollar for the Netanyahu war machine. Putting this uh, statement out on X, 
The United States cannot continue to fund Netanyahu's horrific war against Palestinian people. It's not just about the 27,000 Palestinians killed and 67,000 wounded, two-thirds of whom are women and children. It's not just about 70% of the housing units in Gaza being destroyed or damaged. It's not just about the 1.7 million people driven from their homes. It's not just about the hundreds of thousands of Palestinian children starving to death. This is also about our credibility in the international community and what this country stands for. If we continue to fund Netanyahu's indiscriminate war, how can we, with a straight face, criticize Putin's targeting of civilian and civilian infrastructure in Ukraine as a war crime? How can we criticize China, Saudi Arabia, and other countries for their many violations of human rights? Who in the world will not see through the hypocrisy? For the sake of the Palestinian people and our own understanding of the world, we must not provide another dollar for the Netanyahu war machine. So it's, it's nice to see this you know, crazy old socialist at least use his position to advocate against the continuous and brutally horrific war that we are essentially responsible for allowing to continue. It's lucky he's Jewish that he can, you know, get away with questioning Israel. How dare he? Thomas Massey's not quite so lucky. He says the speaker just announced next week that the House will vote on a clean bill to send Israel $14.3 billion dollars Israel has a lower debt-to-GDP ratio than the United States. This spending package has no offsets, so we'll increase our debt by $14.3 billion, you know, and, and just go to uh, continue to fund the Israeli war. And he criticizes the attacks that America is now carrying out against Iranian targets in Syria and Iraq as we continue to be more and more embroiled in this overseas conflict with no positive end even being suggested. Uh, and in response to that, John Podhoritz says, of course you're a no, you disingenuous piece of anti-Semitic filth. <laughs> Oof. Gee. That's a strange thing to say. It's like, yeah, we, we can't afford, we have no money. Israel has less debt than we do. Why would we take on $14.3 billion worth of debt to send to them when they could just take that on if it's they have better debt than we do less debt than we do in response to that if you question such a a gift to the Israeli people you are a disingenuous anti-Semitic piece of piece of 29 years on air all I've wanted to do was warn the people about the globalist and I've done the best job I can to tell the truth and been accurate and we are on record as the most accurate there are. And I've tried to sell products to fund ourselves. Unlike other communist revolutionaries that rob banks and kidnap people, we don't do that. We try to bring you products that really work. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm scared of this product. It's so powerful. This is the breakdown product after your cells process it of folic acid, methyl folate with high quality organic B-complex. This stuff is rocket fuel. It's not a stimulant. It energizes your cells, and then everything else you take just supercharges it. It's so insane. It's foundational energy, the strongest formula out there at InfoWarsStore.com. It doesn't just energize this operation against the tyrants. It energizes you. Get foundational energy now. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back. Uh, 
back. Ladies and gentlemen, second hour is on here at the American Journal. We're go- we'll uh, be taking your phone calls this hour. Go ahead and open up the phone lines now, one 789 2539 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call here on American Journal. If you would like to chime in, we'll be joined by a guest in the third hour. And, I mean, there's, there's other stuff to get to, but the, uh, the border bill is obviously on the on the top of the news list today. It's just almost impossible to, well, it's just impossible to, to say it more stridently or, or in a way that would convey more forcefully the just horrific, nonsensical madness of what our entire system is at this point. We are paying for our own replacement. We are paying for our own destruction. We are funding by the tune of billions, if not tens of billions of dollars, the active colonization of our country by foreigners. This is madness. I mean, it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. There's no reason why we should be doing this. I mean, this is just madness. It's just madness. I don't know what else to say. We've already read some of it, but just to just to remind yourself, just to remind everybody, $2.3 billion is being given over to the NGOs who have opened our border. So I don't, you know, your paycheck is garnished. Your paycheck is, and before you get it, the government's there dip their greedy little claws in, take out however much they feel they need, your money that you worked for, and just giving it to people who are, by the way, already billionaires funding NGO programs to ferry across by the tens of millions foreigners who then receive $1,000 paychecks. You know, there's a story today about Three hundred forty, I think, million dollars worth of COVID relief funds meant to go to the American people were instead diverted to provide thousand dollar checks to illegal immigrants. They're being expedited into Social Security, something that they've never paid into, but apparently deserve because they're Guatemalan or Honduran or Botswana. I mean, whatever, wherever they come from, I guess they get it. You don't. You have to work longer. Actually, that's what Nikki Haley is like. 65 retirement age is too low. It's like, what are we doing? What are we doing here? What do we do? What is. They're not the only ones. United Nations wants nearly $8 billion to support global mass migration. Last week, the International Organization for Migration, the Immigration Agency of the United Nations, announced it was seeking to raise $7.9 billion for its global migration programs. In its appeal, which, by the way, is directed to governments, corporations, and organizations, the IOM says it will use the money for three purposes, saving lives and protecting people on the move, finding solutions to displacement, including reduction of the risks of the impacts of climate change, and facilitating regular pathways for migration. So, there you go. So, there you go. So, we'll be funding the UN, and we'll be funding the NGOs, and we'll be funding the health care of them once they're here and we'll be giving them housing and we'll be providing the transportation and we'll be providing the legal process by which they're inducted into the United States by the back door. 
through legal loopholes that these people themselves have created and are now exploiting. So it's just your money by the tens of billions taken out of your paycheck, given to people who despise you so that they can flood your country with people that aren't you. And that's what we call government these days. That's what the government does, I guess. Now, what's what are the first words of the Constitution? We, the people of the United States. You know what that does? It, it explicitly excludes everybody else. But I, I guess we're not following, uh, you know, the first word. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Right, welcome back, folks. We'll finish up with the border here. Uh, Starting to go out to your phone calls. We got a video to show you of a Denver police officer talking about sleeper cells that he has personal uh, knowledge of being within the United States, having crossed the border. But first, this breakdown by the real fly, the underscore real underscore fly on Twitter, I think puts it in pretty good perspective. It's kind of a similar idea to the gumball video, if y'all have ever seen that, where he uses gumballs to represent like a thousand people, and it just shows the absurdity of trying to lessen immigration pressure by removing one or two gumballs in this massive deluge. We'll, we should probably play that video like every day, honestly, this guy, where it just, just on the face of it, just by basic logic, there's nothing to do with compassion, it has nothing to do with anything other than just math and, and just reality of what is actually happening. If we can pull that video, let's download that video, maybe we'll play it in the first five of the next segment, but these numbers kind of remind me of it. Replacement conspiracy theory. So here's the numbers for you from The Real Fly. America produces 10,000 babies per day. 8,000 Americans die every day. The new immigration bill codifies letting in 5,000 illegal immigrants per day. Legal immigration stands at roughly 3,200 people per day. So in total, you have 3,000 net Americans being produced per day, which I'm kind of confused by that because... If 10,000 babies are born and 8,000 die, it's only 2,000. So it would be 2,000 net Americans are being produced per day. 8,200 net migrants are being produced per day, not including illegals not accounted for. And those numbers alone, which is kind of horrifying. 8,000 Americans die. 10,000 are born, leaving us with a 2,000 you know, birth surplus just massively overwhelmed by even the suggested limitation of 5,000 per day illegal crossings, 3,200 legal people crossing, plus the God only knows how many people that aren't encountered cross illegally and are, are not even processed. So he says, calculate how many people will be produced by both groups, native versus migrants over 50 years, using 3,000 net native births, uh, at a birth rate of 1.7x versus 8,300 net migrants at 2.2 birth rate. Total people produced in those 50 years, the native population will produce a little under 54 or a little over, 
little under 55 million. Migrants will be 151 million. So at this pace, migrants will outnumber Native Americans three to one in 50 years, even worse for whites who will likely fall to under 30 percent of the population. This is the very definition of replacement. So again, I just think that that puts it in perspective. Three times as many people crossing the border as being born here, essentially, is what the, the calculus comes out to. Because it's replacement migration, because it's on purpose, because the entire point is to cripple the national strength of this country, destroy it from the inside out, to play upon Americans' natural altruism, to essentially scam us into committing suicide on a national scale. And we're letting it happen. And apparently we're just letting this happen. So even on the face of it, even just at the the basic function of this system, it like borders on genocidal. Like if you really look at what constitutes genocide under the UN treaty, it doesn't take much. And the wholesale replacement of your population by force by the governments and NGOs and foreign powers and international billionaires conspiring to flood your country with tens of millions of people while simultaneously doing everything they possibly can to diminish and destroy your native birth rate, what would you call that? I mean, what would you, it's a deliberate plan of destruction, obviously, obviously. But that's just on the face of it. What happens when you start adding in all of the apparently unintended consequences, the fentanyl overdoses that's killing 100,000 people a year, the vast majority of which comes across the border with the migrants. What about the you know abortion program, the assisted death uh, euthanasia scheme that is ramping up in Canada and here as well? What about the number of murders that are inflicted on Americans by the tens of thousands a year by illegal immigrants who have been deported many times and yet return to take the lives of innocent Americans. I mean, what happens when you combine all of that and you multiply it by the potential, very real and seemingly at this point, almost inevitable prospect of terrorist attacks in this country carried out by people that have crossed the border in this way. I mean, we're, we're at war folks. We're under attack. We're at war We have to fight back. We have to do something about this. It's not that complicated, but apparently we, uh, everybody's just in this, in this daze, man, this, uh, just they're in a stupor, but we've got some more evidence of the sheer volume of terrorists everywhere in this country being ferried in by these treasonous actors. This story at Infowars.com, Denver police officer warns whistleblower about sleeper cells from open borders. A concerned American citizen took to social media to blow the whistle on disturbing reports of terrorist sleeper cells in the U.S. He claimed to hear this from a Denver police officer. We can go to this video now, clip number seven. Denver police officer tells whistleblower about Sleeper cells. Let's watch. Denver police officer at the airport. And we were talking about the crime that's going on 
not only in Denver, but our country. And he says, the media will not tell you this. I'm not even supposed to talk about this, but I don't care anymore. We've arrested the Denver police in Denver has arrested over 50 Al Qaeda members in the last two months, 50. Okay, so with that said, we started talking about everything else. And, and we started talking about where the budget's going and how they don't have enough police cars. They're gonna be putting them on foot. We started talking about all the migrants that have been coming over the border and how they're cutting the police budget in all major cities, including Denver. And then we started talking about how there's sleeper cells all over Colorado. He's talking about South Americans. He's talking about people from Central America. He's talking about people from China. He's talking about people from um, the Middle East all over. And he says, the police know this the state police and the local police, and they're not allowed to do a damn thing about it. So y'all, here's my question for you, especially for those of you that are left-leaning. Do you still think that it's okay Oh, and that's just in uh, Denver, by the way. That's just in Denver. 50 Al-Qaeda members in Denver alone have been arrested. Not publicized widely. A whistleblower had to come out about this. Denver also, by the way, their hospital, their main hospital, is seeking federal uh, funds because they're going to go bankrupt from providing free health care to illegal immigrants who show up at the ER demand health care, and then leave without paying. Just, I just got, you know, just what are we doing? What are we doing here, folks? What is this? This is just, it's just utterly, utterly insane. Utterly and completely insane. Before we got to phone calls, still have a lot of other pretty outrageous stories to cover, but before we got to phone calls, We'll just let's play this little video. It's clip number four. Just a nice little simulation for us. A visualization of the money given away in foreign aid just from 2001 to 2023. Let's watch. So you see the streams, uh, the, the blue one to Israel, the Yellow to Egypt, new streams there. Big, thick stream now headed to uh, Iraq, obviously. You know, and this is just foreign aid, so this doesn't include the money it, it costs to destroy the countries that we are also simultaneously spending billions upon billions of dollars. The two biggest stripes at this point are Afghanistan and Iraq. So remember what we got with all of that. Remember what we have achieved with all of this money just being siphoned out, just deluge of cash being sent all over the world to everybody. You can see it counting up there. Afghanistan at this point has received $100 billion, Israel $60 billion, Iraq $75 billion. Just imagine all the schools, imagine all the high-tech airplanes and airports, imagine all the top-of-the-line housing that could be built, imagine the parks and the teacher salaries and the just all the wonderful, good, amazing things we could be paying for instead. America is like, we're like the, we're like the bears in China. We really are. Those bears they have in China, 
Chinese people, they love alternative medicine where they'll hunt the white rhino to extinction because they think that's swallowing the powder made from its horn makes your gonads grow. I mean, they're just an awful people. But uh, regardless, they love the bile that bears produce. And if you kill a bear and harvest its bile, you get a little bit of bile. But if you keep the bear alive, if you chain it down and force feed it, and you keep an open wound that you use a, a metal structure to, to keep from healing, then you can harvest the bile continually. That's amazing. Well, I can't speak for the American people, but I can speak for the president. And the president every day is working tirelessly uh, to deal with the threats and challenges we face in the Middle East. At complete odds with the will of the American people. I can't speak to the, Amer- the will of the American. Oh, we can. Oh, we just read you the poll numbers. They hate what you're doing. The question was, do you care? And I guess the answer is no. The answer was a resounding no. So, okay. Well, so what are we doing here? What is this? Government for the people, by the people. We, the people of the United States, our democracy. It's like uh, a vast, overwhelming, truly monumental number of people hate everything you're doing with a passion. They despise your every policy. And they vehemently disagree with absolutely every step you've taken so far. What's your response to that? They're just like, uh, yeah, we're going to keep doing that. Vote for us. Really sad part is uh, at least 50% of America goes, okay, you got it. You will do, sir. <laughs> I mean, okay. So what are, we, what are we doing here, I guess, is the big takeaway. What, what are we going to do? What can we do? And how do I express my feelings without getting a knock from the Gestapo. Folks, you can support this mission to just just desperately try to claw back some semblance of reality from the clutches of these true masters of deception. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com. Keep us on the air. Keep us as a, a beacon of just basic common sense in the world. Go to InfoWarsStore.com. Nitric Boost. It's got a new look. But it's the same great product at InfoWarsStore.com. Nitric Boost by InfoWars Life. 40% off. Massive uh, strength and power boost through the incredible effects of uh, nitric, nitric oxide. Nitric oxide, a potent vasodilator, meaning it can help to relax and widen blood vessels. This can lead to increased blood flow and improved circulation, which is crucial for various bodily functions like uh, existence, like living, like being alive. That's one of the bodily functions that relies on the um, ability for blood to get through your veins. Cardiovascular health is, of course, promoted by vasodilation. Nitric oxide can help regulate blood pressure and may also aid in the reduction of inflammation in, bl- in blood vessels. It also has immune system support as nitric oxide has antimicrobial uh, properties and is involved in the immune response. It may help the body defend itself against bacteria, viruses, and other pathogens. It also can help increase blood flow to uh, help your exercise performance. The increased blood flow from nitric oxide production can enhance exercise performance by delivering more oxygen and nutrients to muscles. This has led to the popularity of nitric oxide supplements among athletes 
Now is the best time ever to get this product with its new look, new packaging, new discount, but same great effects. Nitric Boost, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. With that, we go out to your phone calls. Let's go to uh, Joe in Arkansas about what he thinks is going on at the border. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, Harrison, I was, uh, uh, with all the border stuff that's going on right now and then uh, the politicians that are just just allowing it to happen, I was uh, reading a book this weekend by uh, Selko Bogovic. This is a SHTF survival boot camp book. This guy uh, lived through the fall of uh, Bosnia from 92 to 95. Mm. So so I'm going to read uh, one little uh, paragraph here. This is after one month when, anyways, after one month, gangs started with, uh, they started forming hospitals. All the staff left. The streets were like a butchery. Police force vanished. Uh, this guy was lucky because he had a big family, but he goes on to say, like, if you, it didn't matter how well armed you were. If you were, if you were a loner, you're pretty much done. And, some of us who've been prepping for years, some of the stuff that we have, according to him, like money's no good. You're going to need like as many big lighters as you can get, uh, alcohol, things to trade with. Like he goes on to talk. You couldn't, I mean, it's, so this book, so I highly recommend it because that's where we're headed because we can't put a lid back on all this. I mean, we're, they're, they're coming at us with the border, the stuff in Iran going on in China. I mean, we should be bombing Iran, but we're not because because we know that Iran sends uh, oil oil to China. So I mean, we're just being we're just being lied to at every corner. But you think we should be bombing Iran? Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know why we're bombing Syria and Iraq. It's just like it 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 seems all fake. I mean, I mean, if if uh, if Iran is really behind Hezbollah and Hamas and all that. It's like, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like we're probably telling them where we're going to bomb. Make sure you have all your people, you know, that you really care about out of the way. I don't know. Uh-huh. It's hard to wrap your head around it. I mean, they are, um, yeah, as this, as this article says, refuses to rule out strikes inside Iran. I guess, um, I guess the reason we wouldn't want to bomb uh, Iran directly is to, uh, avoid world war three. So I, I think that's a good idea. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that last part, but the first part that you said was very important, right? It's the individual is lost. The individual is going to lose. Doesn't matter how much food you have or how much ammo you have or how much fuel you have. If the people who, if you're alone and there's 10 other dudes that want your stuff, you're going to lose your stuff. So you need groups of people. You need families. You need communities. You need headquarters and redoubts to to hole up in when and if the uh, collapse truly comes. Thanks for the call, Joe. Uh, disavow wanting to bomb Iran, but other than that, good call. Uh, Matt in California, thanks for calling in. Regards to the border from an international pilot. Go ahead, uh, Matt. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Okay, <laughs> calling from sunny California today, right? Uh, yeah, it's kind of a shame that we have all this water, and supposedly we were in drought, but we have all this water that's going to flow out to the ocean 
no one's going to scoop it up to use it for you know people in California because Newsom has no clue what he's doing. Anyway, so it's just from a perspective uh, as an airline pilot flying international all the time, it's just such a joke seeing how the border is wide open. So many times, you know, I travel to other countries and I could tell you thousands of stories to compare it to the, to the border being open, how ridiculous all this is. But there's so many times where, you know, we see where we get scrutinized in certain ways uh, with passengers and, and also pilots. But so I was going through in Mexico trying to come back into the U.S. and they stopped me at the checkpoint, <clears throat> security checkpoint, because they, they saw through their x-ray machine that I had what's called a fuel strainer. It's basically used to draw a sample of fuel out of the wings. And yes, there is fuel in wings, people. Right. Um, but it's to sample the fuel out of the wing of the airplane to check for water. And it basically is just a clear tube. It's got a screwdriver on one end. And bells and whistles were going off. They were trying to ask me, like, is this a weapon? Why do you have this? I'm like, I'm a pilot. It's a fuel strainer. And, of course, I don't speak Spanish. But I'm trying to explain it to them. And finally, one guy comes out out of five other people standing there, like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bring a weapon through the border, comes over, and he tell, explains to them in Spanish, you know, what I have. And it's just ridiculous. It's almost like, you know, if you go to the store, kind of like you were talking about with California and that crazy law, if you, if you don't steal more than a 1000 bucks. It's like going to the store and you're standing in line, you've got your goods, you're going to pay for them with your money, and you watch somebody walk out and you're like, oh, you know what, today I don't care anymore, I'm done, I'm so sick of all this crap, and you decide to walk out without paying for everything, but they stop you and they're like, no, no, you can't go this way, and you're like, well, wait a minute, he just left, and they're like, no, no, you need to pay for your goods, like, yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's even it's even worse than that. St- stay on the line, Matt. We got to go to commercial break. But we'll go back to your phone calls on the other side. Stay with us, folks. It's American Journal. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Our caller, Matt from California, which made a good point about the just absurdity of, and it's, it's the class, it's the meme, right? It's like American citizens trying to fly from Dallas to Indianapolis and it's like you're getting x-rayed, they're patting you down, at least under COVID, they were shoving things up your nose and testing you and just, you know, treated like a criminal. But if you, you know, come from China and want to cross the southern border, well, you're given a free plane ticket to anywhere you want to go in the country. I mean, it's, it's crazy, Matt. It's insane. Uh, but we got cut off by the commercial break there. So any, any final words for us before we move on to some other calls? 
Yeah, just real quick. I was coming in hot and heavy because I figured we were coming up against a commercial break. But, hey, I'm, I'm glad you're feeling better and you're back. I hope your family's all feeling better. I'm, I've got kids, too, so I know what it's like when everybody's sick. Um, but, you know, aside from that, just all the, the, the craziness going on, the other thing I see a lot of times, too, on, on uh, Twitter X or X Twitter, whatever it is, about all the flatter stuff. And I know it was like a couple weeks ago, I think you had like a little bout with some of the flatter people. And it's just every time I see that stuff on, on Twitter, it just makes me laugh. Because there's so many times that people try to say, well, pilots say that, you know, they don't count for the curvature. If you, you don't know pilots, like <laughs> if you ask one of us, we are going to mess with you. We will mess with you on that because we've seen from so many different angles and perspectives that the earth is a globe. There is curvature. You know, I saw another pilot post a thing online where he was saying, hey, if you're flying at night and you're at 36,000 feet, you're over Wichita, Kansas, and you're looking westbound towards Denver. That's flat, right? According to the flat, right? And all you can see at three, if you're 360 miles away for, yeah, 360 miles away from Denver, you're not going to see the lights from Denver. It's not till you get a certain distance. And I'll let the flat earthers drive themselves crazy to figure out how far you can see when you're at 36,000 feet at night seeing the glow of another city. I mean, we see the satellites at night uh, when they're the, the way that they're coming over the, 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 the horizon and bouncing the sunlight off of each satellite. We watch that move just like we watch the stars move and the, the moon. I mean, from so many other perspectives, and again, I'm talking fast because I know you have other callers. But it just makes me laugh. And it's, what always happens when I sit in the back of the airplane as a deadheader, you know, I'm commuting somewhere uh-huh. and I'm in uniform. I always hear, hey, shouldn't you be up front? And then the second thing is, hey, isn't the earth flat? You know, and, and how come the airplane doesn't keep pitching the nose down? I will mess with you if you ask me a question like that. Just like when somebody tries to ask questions about climate change, flat earthers and climate change people are in the same group of people. And it's just it's frustrating to read sometimes because it's like, hey, come over to the side of let's deal with let's try to get rid of these globalists these people that are murdering children that are they're harvesting adrenochrome they're bringing children across the border so they can use them as sex slavery let's focus on that stuff and once all that's done hey yeah then we can have a fun discussion about flat earth then we can break free from the firmament uh so they're you're just it's just a prank bro so the 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 pilots the pilots are just pranking the flat earthers by going, by going. Yeah. Wait, you know that? Yeah, you know about yeah. that? That's hilarious. Is oh, there- it makes our day because it, it makes our day because once we get to the hotel and we're done for the day and we're all having beers at the bar, man, that's going to be the first joke. Hey, some flat earther was asking me, "Huh?" And here's what I told him. Yeah, and we're going to joke about that. So I just, you know, no if you really want to have the discussion, if somebody asks me just the right way, I might sit down and go, "Hey, you know what? That's a great question. Let me answer it for you and I'll explain all the things." But as soon as I start hearing a certain level of crazy, kind of like the same crazy here from climate change people, that's when it's like, okay, I know where you're coming from. I'm going to mess with you. It's not worth it to try to, uh, not worth it to actually try to uh, no. debate it. Okay, Globetard. Thanks for the call, Globetard Matt from uh, <laughs> <laughs> California. <laughs> All right, I'm not supposed to laugh. I'm still shirt. sick. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for the, for the call, Matt. Uh, I do appreciate it. <laughs> Flat Earth debunked. Okay, uh, let's go out to, uh, I want to go to Boone in Arkansas. Boone in Arkansas. You're on the air on the topic of uh, government overreach. Go ahead. How are you, sir? Good, thank you. Good, I'm glad to know you're feeling better. Um, yeah, uh, caller from Arkansas. I'm also from Arkansas. So, I, you know, God, I don't know where to go with all that, but the damn government... You know, I mean, it, it. And you said it earlier. It's a cabal. 
right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a bunch of criminals, you know. I mean, how that how how do you how do you be a part of the government and everybody there is making how much money and everybody you know down below you ain't making it ain't making it hey we we ain't making it you know mm-hmm. as a people i mean i've been off grid for three years i quit i quit playing the government game i don't have a driver's license i don't have an id i don't i don't play their game anymore it's oh, all about you. community yep yeah i mean it's all it's about community you know and i you know and that i think that's why people are scared to walk i don't scared to walk away i don't know i mean I haven't, I'm a veteran combat vet, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I I think. So have you, uh, I mean, do you have a community there that, that, you know, helps you get things done uh, outside the government or are you saying, well, well, we all help each other, you know, I mean, I mean, I have animals out here and we, it's all about trade work, you know, I mean, Instead of state secession, I just think everybody needs to. I mean, walk away from this government thing because well, there, there's these guys. You know, don't, don't go ahead. Finish your thought, please. Oh well, uh, well, sorry. Um, I mean, we don't need the government. I mean, I, I'm not a. I'm not against government. I'm against a way too big government. I mean, they're taxing us to death. People can't buy groceries. Inflation's through the roof. We're got wars all over the world, you know, I mean, and we're paying for that. I mean, you said earlier, you know, what, we sent 50 million to Ukraine and we get 20 million for our border. You know what I mean? Well, what, six, what's up with 60 that? 60 billion, actually. Dude. So <laughs> okay. You underestimated <laughs> that about, yeah. Uh, yeah, one one thousandth yeah, yeah. of what we're actually sending. Right. No, but yeah, you're, you're exactly right. And, uh, you know, I've, I've never been a big advocate of like, off the grid stuff. I think it's great if you want to do it. I I totally respect and understand that decision. The same way that I'm not ever been a huge advocate for homeschooling. Again, I think if you see what's going on in the schools and think I want my kids to have nothing to do with that, good for you. You should do it. I just don't think that there's, I, I, I would rather take these organizations back over. I'd rather have them work for us, not against us, especially knowing that even if you try to break away, even if you try to get away, I mean, that might work for, for a lifetime, but maybe, you know, maybe not. And, and at the end of the day, they're going to come for you. Like the people that are organized and, and acting in cooperation with the power of the government, they're going to vastly supersede your power as an individual regardless. So, you know, we need to band together. We need to take these systems back over in the same, you know, how do you think the public school system got so bad? It wasn't because the people who disliked the school system before removed themselves from it and let it continue. If that was the case, it would have continued to be good. But instead, they got involved, they got vocal, they got loud. They said, we want the school teaching this, and we're going to demand that until we get what we want, and we're going to run for the school board, and we're going to impose what we want on the rest of the school. So I get the impulse to not want your kid to be taught this, but I don't want any kids being taught what they're being taught today. So we've got to have this dual uh, uh, strategy of individual emancipation, individual liberty from the system by removing yourself and protecting yourself from it at all costs. Same thing with health, same thing with the plastics in the water, right? 
we have to both simultaneously be filtering our water and getting fresh sources and not using plastic bottles to prevent the plastic poisoning of our own bodies on an individual level, but we also need to be working towards using our collective power as Americans to prevent this system from poisoning everybody all the time. So, you know, I I totally get the impulse to to just break away, and uh, it's difficult. So if you've been able to do it, then congratulations, and I I respect and uh, admire that. But at the same time that you're doing that, you need to be working relentlessly to change the whole system and to take these organizations over and to destroy the organs of tyranny that are forcing you to run away. Fight back, infiltrate, upset, subvert, destroy their program. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda at the New York Times, other major newspapers. That the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, old or young. Nitric Boost does incredible things for your entire cardiovascular system, your immune system, your blood, everything. And we finally got a huge shipment of Nitric Boost in stock, ready to ship to you right now. Folks, there's a giant list of things it does. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and read about it. But vasodilation, opening up your arteries and your veins, that is so good, and it does such amazing things in every single department. So this product is incredible, and I almost forgot, it's 40% off. So get your Nitric Boost now for 40% off while it's still in stock and discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You owe yourself a favor. Go research Nitric Boost and then get it. It funds the InfoWar. It does incredible things for your body. Nitric Boost, 40% off InfoWar store. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back ladies and gentlemen of course one of the main topics that a lot of our callers have been mentioning is just the horrific state of the american economy the state of american towns around the country as of course we are being gutted to the tunes of tens of billions of dollars yearly for weapons manufacturing and wars overseas and the large-scale open invasion of our nation. I wanted to go to this video, clip number one. It's a woman in Oakland just just looking around and noticing the abject decline that a once great American city is experiencing in the hands of Democrat 
civilizational arsonist, the destructive force of the liberal. Let's go to clip number one here. People in Oakland are seriously struggling. It's because there's no jobs. There's no way to get money, to make money, to pay bills. Everything that come here closes down. Dunkin' Donuts came to Oakland. Dunkin' Donuts shut down. Can't make it no more. We have the Starbucks right here. Starbucks gone, closed down, leaving Oakland. Can't make it here no more. We just got this Raising Cane's restaurant over here. They had to close down the inside. Gone. Can't open no more. Almost every business that opens up in Oakland closes. Business is closed. Everything closed. Lunch is closed. In and out, burger on the, on the other side of. This used to be a Walmart. We don't even have a Walmart in Oakland. You know you ain't got no jobs if you don't got no Walmart in your city. You know your city's struggling if you don't got no Walmart. Walmart closed down. Walmart could not survive Oakland. Oakland is a hard place to survive. We got In-N-Out Burger right there on the other side, ready to close down. And I'm pretty sure Panda went after that. Next to T-Mobile and Chipotle, the little restaurant in there closed. The little, the little restaurants across the street you can't see in the parking lot closed. All these big old buildings, big giant buildings, empty. And of course, In-N-Out, when they shut down their restaurant in Oakland, they specifically said it's because of the crime. There's too much crime. They're not, they don't arrest criminals. The police force is hamstrung politically by the people in charge. So, I mean, they went out of their way to explain why this is happening, but this is obviously why it's happening. It has a lot to do with insurance rates, as insurance companies uh, can't afford to play fast and loose with the reality on the ground, right? They, they're being asked to insure companies knowing full well that they will be looted, robbed, you know, stuck up that, I mean, when your entire city is run by criminals and just endless reports, endless videos, endless, just horrific crime, you can't be there anymore. You can't afford it in and out to close first location in its 75 year history due to wave of car break-ins and robberies. I mean, it, it's deliberate. It's on purpose. This is by design. It's not difficult or complicated to reverse this trend. It's just a decision, just a choice that people can make. They could just lock up the criminals. But that's uh, racist, so they're not going to do that. It's racist to lock up the criminals, obviously. Sort of similar to this. This is just across the bay there in San Francisco. This Bay Area school spent a quarter million dollars on woke kindergarten. A Hayward Elementary School struggling to boost low test scores and dismal student attendance is spending $250,000 in federal money for an organization called Woke Kindergarten to train teachers to confront white supremacy, disrupt racism and oppression, and remove those barriers to learning. So these are the people, obviously. I mean, they got their finger on the pulse, right? They're, ser- they're serious people, and they've looked into, you know, what it is that's caused test scores to be abysmally low. 
So they've, they've looked at the school system and they said, look, we're graduating kids that can't read, they can't do math, they can't balance a checkbook or tie their own shoes. They've looked into this, they've done the research, and they've decided the problem is racist children. They've decided it's the kindergartners are racist, I guess. Or I guess they're the ones being held down by the racism. It it doesn't matter because all of it's retarded. I mean, there's no point in trying to like actually figure out what's going on here. It's just stupid. It's just, I mean, it's just, just what? Just what is going on? I mean, does any, any of this make any sense? Are Are they suggesting that the collapse in education, because it's not a thing that's been going on forever and getting better, and they want to, you know, accelerate the getting better. Things were okay, and they've gotten significantly worse. And I guess their interpretation is that white supremacy has somehow skyrocketed in the recent past. It's white supremacy. That's the cause of this. The woke kindergarten sessions trains teachers on concepts and curriculum that's available to use in classrooms with any of the Glassbrook Elementary's 474 students. The sessions are funded through a federal program meant to help the country's lowest performing schools boost student achievement. Now, that's obviously not going to work. It's just it just makes no sense, except that. What they probably will do is decide that grades themselves are racist so everyone will get an A and they'll pat themselves on the back and say that they achieved the impossible. So you want to know just how bad these things are. Two-thirds of the students in this predominantly low-income district, two-thirds are English learners with more than 80% that are Hispanic and Latino. Again, we just bring in millions of foreigners into our elementary school. They don't speak English, can't read. We don't have the uh, money or or resources to teach them because, hey, guess what? That's not our freaking job. What the hell? Go away. You know where they don't speak English? Everywhere else in the world. So go there. Uh, I mean, what? go to any of the Spanish-speaking countries. They're there for you. Go to them. That's where you grew up. It's where you were born. It's where you live. Like, stay there for the love of God. But no, they come here. We ferry them across. We bring them in. We give them education. But they don't speak English, so uh, we have to spend just inordinate resources to catch them up to speaking the language that we all speak. Great. English and math scores hit new lows last spring with less than 4% of students proficient in math. Less than 4% of students proficient in math. 96 plus percent fail rate. So the solution, obviously, is to demonize white people for daring to have things like standards and tests that score achievement and attainment. That's the real issue. The real issue is that we're measuring things. If we just stop measuring student proficiency, then we can pretend that anything is happening. Good Lord. Uh, And just under 12% at grade level in English, a decline of about four percentage points in each category. We, We don't even have another year to decline. I mean, that's it. 
I mean, once you're at, I mean, if you're declining 4% percentage points in each category every year, and there's less than 4% of students proficient in math this year, next year it'll be zero, I guess, less than zero, some sort of inversion taking place. Efforts to reach the organization were not successful with an automated response saying the founder, who also provides the training, was recovering from surgery. Oh, Lord. Akia Key Gross, they slash them, is an abolitionist early educator. Well, good news. You're 250 years too late to be an abolitionist. Well done. Congratulations. Unless you're talking about abolishing student achievement, abolishing good grades, abolishing reading proficiency, abolishing basic math. Sorry, she's a early educator. Yeah, I'm sorry. They, thems, an early educator, cultural organizer, and creator, currently innovating ways to resist, heal, liberate, and create with their pedagogy, woke kindergarten. You'll notice not in that list, uh, reading or writing or arithmetic or basic attainment or education whatsoever. So we'll have a bunch of very stupid, very poorly educated people who can't speak English but hate white people sufficiently to vote for the Democrats. So that's the the plan moving forward. It's all criminally retarded. The students and the programs. We'll be back on the other side with more of your phone calls. We'll be joined uh, by Kirk Elliott in the third hour as well. Stay with us, folks. Third hour of American Journal just ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, we're in a war against the globalist. And people can't identify who's a patron and who isn't. We want to identify as pro-human and anti-globalist. We want to let people know we're 1776 Part 2. That's why I designed this amazing 1776 red, white, and blue Gadsden flag shirt so you can support the info war and meet like-minded people everywhere when you wear it. When you wear these shirts, it creates an amazing amount of energy, and it's quite the adventure. So get your 1776 shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And get your Team Humanity InfoWars limited edition shirt right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is antithetical, the complete opposite of what the globalists are pushing. So get both the Team Humanity and the 1776 Gadsden Snake shirts limited edition at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Spread the word, meet like-minded people, and fund the 1776 revolution worldwide. (laughs) 